This call may be recorded or transcribed.
Great morning. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Who's on the call? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Glad to hear your voice all the time. God got your back. Thank you so much. Have a great awesome day, okay? You too. Good, good morning. It's Susie. Good morning. And who else was that? This is Onan. Good morning. Good morning to you. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Good morning. This is Kim. Miss Cam, good morning to you. Thanks for calling in. Yes, ma'am. Is this your first time? Yes, this is my first time. Oh, who invites you to the call? A woman by the name of Christina Joy. Oh, welcome. So glad you're here. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. You have a good day, okay? Yes, ma'am. Thank you. You too. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Truman and the Finish, and I'm being greeted this morning. Anyone else you want to say good morning? Good morning. Good morning. It's Priscilla. Priscilla, good morning to you. And who else was that? Brother Michael, good morning. Brother Michael, good morning. May I, may I uh, put in a prayer request, please, for my ex-wife who's been rushed back to the hospital in uh, Maryland. Uh, her name is Vanessa Latson. Vanessa? L-A-D-S-O-N. Yeah, Latson is the last name. L-A-D-S-O-N, okay. Right. She's battling a number of illnesses, but uh, she's on a ventilator right now. Oh, no. So sorry to hear that. Sorry to hear. Thank you. So, God bless you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Diane. Happy trying for Tuesday. Good morning, Tureen. Thank you. Love you. Oh, I love to hear your voice, too. Lord to God. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Tuesday. Hey, hey. God bless everyone on the call, and I have a prayer request for my grandson, Tavari Jackson. Uh, he'll be going back to court today. So pray that uh, he gets released and changes cool. his life. <laughs> okay, I got Uh-huh. I have a prayer request for uh, for my son, Jonathan, who was on the call yesterday. He has been uh, suffering with depression and bipolar disorder for about seven years now, and um, he's he's starting to entertain suicidal thoughts. And what was your son's name again? Jonathan Battle. And what's your name? Kim. Kim, okay. 
Is this kind here? I'm sorry? Is this kind here? Uh, I heard prayer for him. Is it, is it kind, Kim? Yeah, or this is different, Kim. Oh, I'm kind. <laughs> but it's a <about> okay. <laughs> no, it's, it's another Kim, I guess. <laughs> okay. okay. Gotcha. Okay. Great morning. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning, it's Sister Tracy. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Happy Tuesday. Hey, Sister Tracy. Good morning, it's Sunshine. Good morning, Sunshine. Good morning to you. Anyone else want to say good morning before I get started? Yes, yes. Good morning. Hey, Finisher. It is Moxie. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Great morning to you, Moxie. Great okay. morning to you, too. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, I need, I'm going to go ahead and get started this morning. So I need everyone, please check your phone to make sure your phone is in, on mute. Again, please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Hello, my name is Charina The Finisher, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. Thank you for joining the month of May, where our new monthly theme is entitled, I Surrender. All of our declarations will focus on the importance of surrendering to God, considering his will and plan for you, which allows us to walk and live with purpose. There is one announcement today. Please join us. Oh, no announcement today. I'm sorry. There's no, I guess there will be no TNT Bible study tonight. No B, TNT Bible study tonight. Okay, there's no prayer request from the app, but we do have spoken prayer requests. And the first one is from Brother Michael. Please pray for his um, ex-wife, Vanessa um, Lanson. Uh, she's back in the hospital. She's on a ventilator. Please pray for her complete healing and recovery. Uh, the next one is from Le- uh, Sister Lisa. Please pray for her grandson. Her grandson is going back to court and she's uh, praying for release. Also pray, um, another prayer request is from Kim, praying for her son, Jonathan. He's battling depression. We can pray for him. Also, um, the last one is, uh, I have a prayer request from um, from my friend. His name is Nilo, and it's spelled N-I-L-O. He was diagnosed with cancer. Please stand in agreement with me for his complete healing. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise, brought by Bernice. Declaration, Christina. Then we go to write to close the comments, hosted by Declare. I repeat, friend and corporate praise, Bernice. Declaration is Christina. Then we go right to closing comments, hosted by Declare. The scripture for today is from Luke 9, 23 to 24. Then he said to them all, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. 
For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until the structure come off mute. I now pass the card over to the prayer word, Bernice. Everyone have a blessed and awesome day. Jesus loves you, and so do I. Bernice, if you're speaking, we cannot hear you if you're praying. Okay, I need a bachelor if Bernice is not available. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning. Thank you, O oh God, for all that you are. Thank you, O oh God, for all that you've done for us. Thank you for waking us up this morning, God. Thank you for the breath of life, O oh God. Thank you, O oh God, that you are an awesome Father, O oh God. Oh, hallelujah. Have your way in our lives, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. You said that you would never leave us nor forsake us, O oh God. So we're calling on you right now, Holy Spirit. Welcome this morning, Holy Spirit, welcome. I pray for every family represented on Declare Victory. You know the needs of each and every household, oh God. We pray for those that ask for prayer on this morning, and we're standing in a gap for them, God. We thank you for being our healer on today, God. We thank you for being our comforter on today, God. We thank you for being our deliverer on today, God. We thank you for being our mind regulator on today, God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God. 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 If we had 10,000 tons, it wouldn't be enough, God, to give your name the praise, the glory, and the honor that you deserve, God. We thank you, oh God, for waking up those dry places, oh God, in our lives. Thank you, God. Thank you for bringing us out of darkness into your marvelous light, God. Thank you, God. I pray for those that are out in the elements, oh God. And I pray that they have covering in the name of Jesus. We pray for those that are incarcerated, oh God. We pray that they find deliverance, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. That they find peace, O oh God. A peace that surpasses all understanding. We pray for those that are in government, O oh God. We pray that they have you on their hearts and their minds when they're making decisions in our lives. In the name of Jesus. We pray for marriages on this morning, God. Bind us in love and bind us in unity, O oh God. 
in the name of Jesus. We love you, God. We need you, and we stand on your holy word. And it is in you that we put our faith in you, that we put our trust on this morning, God. This day and every day, God. Lead us and guide us, O God. Order our footsteps, O God. Show us in the way in which we should go. Heavenly Father, we thank you and pray for our children and our grandchildren, O God. Guide them, lead them, and direct them, O God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord Jesus. We pray for the teachers that are teaching them, O God. Strengthen them, O God, and give them patience, O God, in the name of Jesus. We pray for those that are working in the hospitals, O God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord Jesus. And we thank you for them and their sacrifice, O God. Strengthen them, God, and give them patience and give them peace, God. In the name of Jesus, we pray for every family represented here on this morning, God. And we ask, O God, that you continue to cover us with your blood and with your love, O God, in the name of Jesus. And as we take our phones off mute to collectively give your name, praise, glory, and honor, we glorify you, God. We thank you, God. We need you, God. Hallelujah. that you are our way that you out of no way Thank you. 
Thank you, Selena, for hosting this morning. And I thank all of you all for lifting up a sound into the heavens and letting your cries be heard unto God. Um, as we transition to the next portion of the call, I would um, just ask that you would check your phone and make sure that they are on mute just to protect the integrity of the call and to also <clears throat> keep any interferences from those listening live or those that might listen to the playback. I uh, hear some movement right now, so if you could just please, um, whoever that was, you could just please take your phone and just make sure you're on mute. I'd appreciate it at this time. Um, with this month being surrender and all the teachings we had so far, I know that we started off this month with Lavina reminding us of the moment in the Garden of Gethsemane where Jesus cried out to God and said, just cut pass over for me, but not my will, but thy will be done. And Lady E said, you need to surrender the time. Surrender the time. Dion told us to relinquish the idea of what we thought life would be like because you were, you will, and you always will be. Minister Watson reminded us that anything that we surrender to at that moment takes control over us, whether it's good or bad. I miss Fridays, I apologize, but then Jonathan just had me. None of us with our arms stretched out, surrendering those things to God that we still may be holding on to. And said that if you surrender to God, he will give you that time. But there's power in surrendering. So <clears throat> I pray that those who came today don't hear me your word from the Lord. So, Abba Father, I thank you right now for this day. I thank you for this moment. I thank you for this opportunity to speak and that not my will, but thy will be done. I ask that you you let me do a good job of getting out of your way, even in this moment, that I surrender unto you, that I decrease the Holy Spirit, that you increase, that the words out of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O oh Lord, for you are my strength and my redeemer. I ask Forgiveness of all sins, known or unknown. That this prayer, this declaration, this teaching, this moment, this call be not hindered. And I pray that the word of God is glorified, the kingdom of God edified, and the devil absolutely terrified. In the mighty, matchless name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. So with surrendering, I only have. Um, the prayer I get through them. I have three points to give you all today. When it comes to surrendering, the first thing I want you to understand is that this is a daily decision. The beauty of free will is that we have the power to decide what we do in every second of our lives, in every situation. First Corinthians chapter 10, verses 23 to 24 in the Passion translation says that you are under grace, so there are no rules, and we're free to do anything that we please, is what you may say, but not exactly. See, everything, not everything promotes growth in others. You may say that we're allowed to do anything we choose, and that may be true, but not everything causes the spiritual advancement of others, so don't always seek what is best for you at the expense of one another. So, yes, it is true. We have 
free will choose. So at this moment right now, you have the opportunity through grace to choose to surrender. Because God is so rich in mercy and he loved us so much, even two and four says that he extends to us, you guys, that grace. We have the choice to surrender. Romans 12 and 2 reminds us to not copy the behavior and customs of this world, but to let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think so that you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. You all got to excuse me one moment. I'm sorry. It seems like every time I teach, my, my baby joy always, always, always finds an opportunity to, to interrupt, but that's because I'm not in control, even in this moment. So, Lord, I thank you for joy. Here you go, sweetie. Hold on, Seth. I apologize, you all. I am back. But again, I surrendered this whole entire teaching and moment to God, so I understand that I am not in control. So, Lord, I even thank you for that, that blessing that is my daughter. Um, in Romans 6 and 14, it says that because sin is no longer our master, because we no longer live under the requirements of the law, we live under the freedom of God's grace. So, you have the choice daily in each and every second of your life to choose to surrender. Point number two is even right now, in this moment, there is something that you are holding on to, something that you're Still having an issue with surrendering. I want you to understand. I want you to understand. Your issue is not with surrendering, but you have a trust issue. Because surrender, according to the definition that's given in the dictionary, is to cease resistance to an opponent to submit to their authority, to give up oneself into the power of another, or to give oneself over to the influence of something. However, trust is the firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of someone or something. See, the difference between submission and surrenderance is that for submission involves giving into the acceptance of the authority, but not willingly, whereas surrender involves willingly yielding to the authority of somebody else. So if you find that you can't surrender certain things to God, it's because you don't trust in him. You don't trust in his ability 
his strength, his reliability to handle that thing that you're still holding on to. Isaiah 26 and 4 says to trust confidently in the Lord forever, for he is your fortress, your shield, your banner. For the Lord God is an everlasting rock. Last month we talked about faith. Faith being the firm belief of something for which there is no proof, complete trust. But if you find that you don't give into God, the creator of everything, the thing that he has allowed and graced you to have, that means you don't trust in him. So the question becomes, you have to ask yourself when you're struggling with trusting in God, what could possibly be preventing you from giving him back what's already his? First thing that prevents you from trusting God is disappointment. I want you to think back to what disappointed you that caused you to have doubt in what God could do in your life. Because my son Bernice wrote, although you cannot fully protect yourself from being disappointed, you can make the decision to accept what is. What's that thing that causes you to not trust in his power? To not trust that he'll take care of the thing that you're still holding on to. To not trust that he's going to make the way out of no way. To not trust that your kids are going to be okay. To not trust that that case going to work out. To not trust that your family members are going to be reconciled. To not trust that the deliverance you're praying for for your loved ones is going to happen. What disappointment in your life caused you not to trust? That he can do it. Grieve previous expectations. Ask God to forgive you for allowing disappointment. Because we live in a world full of sin. Because we thought that things had to happen the way that we prayed they would happen. Because we strategically used the scripture and it says that his word don't return to him void. But you feel like the answer to prayer didn't get answered the way that you wanted it to because that loved one died. I got sent to prison. So I need you right now to understand you got to grieve. Grieve that expectation you had before that causes you disappointment in what God can do right now in your life. Another thing that might keep you from trusting God is anger. Because anger is a secondary emotion. Anger comes from things that happened, and the result of those things happening is anger, whether it's fear, whether it's betrayal, whether it's hurt. Anger 
might keep you mad at God. And therefore, because you have this resentment towards him, it's making you feel like you have to do this on your own. Anger may be rooted because of sadness or fear. It may be justified because somebody did something to you and they were wrong. And because of that, you made the association that God allowed it. So that means God doesn't love you. So you got to figure life out on your own. So if it's anger that's causing you to not trust God. I want you to forgive yourself and say, I'm sorry, God, that I allow the secondary emotion to keep me from your love. Betrayal. When somebody betrays your trust, when a parent disappoints you and doesn't come through on a promise, when a loved one or a spouse cheats on you after you prayed that this was the person that God had for you, it could cause you to not trust in the process because all things will work together for the good. You got to see it out. You got to walk it out every day. Those moments that you get betrayed along the way, those moments where you end up having resentment, which is an emotional grudge that causes you to have a sense in your heart. It may cause you to distance yourself from God and then allow you not to trust him with that particular part of your life. Or for you, it might be that you love to be in control. You may be codependent on the fact that people need you. You might be codependent on your job or on money or on drugs, whatever it is. You're codependent, and therefore it allows you to have a moment where you feel like you're in control, which keeps you from allowing the one who is to truly be in control. It keeps you from surrendering in every area of your life because for you it's if I can please them and if I know that they need me, if I know that I am the God in their life, then I don't have to trust God with this person because I'm going to take care of them. Maybe you have doubt. I talked about doubt last month when I talked on faith. Doubt is just a result of the sin we're in. Doubt could be maybe you read a book that negated or not necessarily negated. Maybe you read a book that challenged your faith. Maybe it made you question the origin of the Bible. Maybe it made you have things that you didn't know how to answer and 
because you don't have the relationship with God where you hear his voice, you couldn't get an answer from him that you understood and therefore you doubted his power to do the things that he says he's going to do. It's hard to trust in somebody that you don't know. So if you say you know God, then why don't you trust him? If that's you, when's the last time you picked up your Bible? When's the last time you actually got to know who he is as Jehovah Shalom to bring you peace and comfort in times of trial? When is the last time you knew him as Jehovah Jireh, your provider? Knew him as your healer, Jehovah Rapha? When is the last time you knew him as your protector and the banner in your times of, of trouble and battle as Jehovah Nisi? When is the last time that you truly spent time with God and allowed him to navigate you in your life so that you can know him in any kind of situation so no matter what happens? no matter the report of the doctors, no matter the second opinions and the third you might have to get, no matter when the child is doing things that you know you taught them not to do, no matter when you feel like they out of their mind, no matter when your, when your family members are coming against you and, and doing character assassination, no matter. You know that because you know him as your friend. Because you know him as your redeemer, you know him as your savior, you know him as your creator. You know that this too shall pass. Psalm 139, 14 and 17 in the New Living Translation says that you made, you made all the delicate inner parts of my body and you knit me together in my mother's womb. So I thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous, how well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. How precious are your thoughts about me, oh God. They cannot numbered. When you realize you worry about things at times, instead of trusting and surrendering to God, when he knows every moment of your life that you're going to go through, and you're not in control, what's going to be is going to be. All you can do is trust in his process. Trust in him, the one that created you. Trust that this is going to work out for your good, even to the point of death. It doesn't matter because if you know that Jesus died on the cross for your sins and because you believe in him, you will be saved and you will be reunited with your father in heaven, then it doesn't matter if you know God. As something that's this being that's not far away in millions and trillions and billions miles away, but you know him, 
because his presence is with you even right now, because his word says that we're two or three are gathered in his name. He's in the midst. So you know that he's even in the midst right now for everybody under the sound of my voice. God is in your presence right now. And Holy Spirit, I thank you. Because Holy Spirit is the seal of the inheritance of every blessing, spiritual blessing from God. So if you know that God is with you on the inside, that his presence surrounds you even now, and that he knows everything that you're going to go through while worrying. He knows everything your children are going to go through. Why worry? He knows everything your loved ones are going to go through. Why worry? Surrender it to him. I'm going to deviate. He's just Holy Spirit telling me to go this way. And I'm going to share something with you guys because a lot of times when you hear someone tell you these things, it's it sounds really good, but you say, but you don't know my story. See, you don't, you don't know what I have done and how I gave this to him before and how it hurt and how he didn't do what I thought he was supposed to do. And therefore, I have to, I have, I can't let this go again. I struggled for years with surrendering. Because for me, I had to know what was around the corner. Okay, God, you know every moment of my life. Hey, it was recorded in your book, so can you allow me to peek in that book so I can see what's going to happen? So that way, if something's about to happen, watch this. So if something's about to happen that I don't agree with, that maybe I can pray and change it, that's not how this works. I had to get to a point of brokenness because of getting angry that God wasn't answering my prayers the way I thought he should, that the deliverance I seek for for my sister didn't happen because of the things she's going through, because I didn't see deliverance happening. I didn't see submission happening to people I was praying for that I chose to stop surrendering to the process. See, and then I had my Abraham moment. I had that moment when I realized I couldn't keep my children away from God because my children for God. He just loaned them to me. And I thought, well, God, how do how do I know that you're going to keep them from things that I went through? How do I know that my daughter is not going to have to get raped because I went through it and I don't want her to go through that process? How do I know Children are not going to have to have a warrant for their arrest because I done been there. How do I know? I don't. So, so you let me control the process when it comes to them. Let me keep them from certain things. That's not how it works. 
because he created them. So I have to believe and know and trust that no matter what happens in their life, he knew it because their lives were recorded before they were even born. I got to trust. I had to go through that moment where I had to surrender them. I had to put them on the altar like Abraham did Isaac. Isaac. My third point, surrendering isn't for you. It's for others. Let go. Let God. There's an excerpt from the Lord of the Impossible by Lord Ogilvie that says, I think of the times of crisis when I had to relinquish control of my family, my profession, or future, and be called back to the realization that they are not mine, but a trust, a gift from God, sickness, difficulties, disappointments have shocked me alive again to the fact that I cannot clutch tenaciously the entrusted gifts of life. Over the years of friendship with God, I have been brought to a surrender, a crucial letting go of what I foolishly thought was mine because of my right or hard work. Who is? Who or what is your Isaac? Who in your life competes with God for first place? What do you have or what have you accomplished that competes with God for the meaning of your life? It is often when a crisis comes that we realize that God does not have our ultimate loyalty or energy in daily living. See, false gods are not just idols in the field or temples of an ancient pagan time. They are living in our homes deposited in our portfolio, fastened to the titles on our office doors, invested in the goals and plans of our self-generated lordship of our own destiny. Whatever or whoever bridges the gap between our fondest dreams and our longing for fulfillment becomes our Isaac. And the adventure of friendship with God is surrendering our control of what we were never meant to control. The adventure of friendship with God is surrendering our control of what we were never meant to control. See, we commit what is not ours in order to gain what we cannot lose. Do you see God as your friend? Abraham knew God as his friend. But do you see God? as your friend, or do you feel like God is mad at you, that you got to clean up your acts first, that God is ashamed because he's not, God loves you? Do you see him as your friend? Because in the adventure of the friendship with God, you must surrender your control of what you were never meant to control. Do you trust him? all I got. Father, I thank you right now for this message. I even thank you for this opportunity. 
I thank you, God, that you're speaking to your people right now in a way that they needed to hear. And I thank you for surrendering and giving us the choice to relinquish to you what was never ours in the first place in order to gain more than we could ever think or imagine. I thank you right now that even though at this moment at 9.48 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, even though we're not in control, we thank you that we surrender to you because you are in control. Yes. Amen. Amen. So that's all I've got, ladies and gentlemen. I want to open up the floor to any first-time callers. Um, any uh, first-time callers, if this is your first time, maybe this is your second or third, I want to open up the floor to you to let you say good morning. Uh, yes, good morning. Um, this is my first time calling. Uh, I was invited by a college friend of mine by the name of Christina Joy. Um, I've been going through, hey, how are you? Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm going to cut you off. You've been going through. Go ahead. Yes, ma'am. So there had been some difficulties that I've been going through over the past couple of weeks um, involving family and work. And I needed to take a break from social media in order to help alleviate myself of certain angst uh, that I was going through due to the culmination of me working and ultimately being stressed out. And I was lucky enough to have talked to Christina, um, who had some kind words for me. And she invited me to this call um, and that's why I'm here. And I'm here to receive the word of God and to hear the testimony of all the other uh, people on this call. So I just wanted to introduce myself and thank Christina for bringing me aboard. Well, I thank God, um, to God be the glory. And I welcome pray that this is, uh, welcome on and welcome on. And I thank you for coming, thank you for speaking giving us your sound and your testimony, and I pray that you will come back. Um, show up yes, when, if you don't quit, as our leader and creator of the call, Dion, always says. Thank you so much for um, joining us today. Uh, yes, I, I do have one question. Um, oh, hold on. I'm, I forgot to tell you, Odin. Hold on one second. There's a Love Life yes, Victory portion. This is just good morning. People say good morning. But then at the Love Life Victory portion, any questions you have, I'm going to make sure you're the first one, okay? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Right. Um, anybody else want to say good morning? Good morning, Mrs. Mary. Good morning. This is Krishanda. Awesome, awesome declaration. God bless you. Beautiful lady. Good morning. Good morning. This is Good morning, Christine. Thank you for that declaration. Hey, Kat. Hey, Mother Leonia. Good morning. Hey, baby. God bless y'all. 
Good morning, it's beloved Barb. God bless everyone today. Good morning, Christina. Good morning, Christina. Excellent declaration. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning.
really have been going through the past seven months trying to pay my bills and, you know, grow this business, this cookie business that I have. And everything is going great with the cookie business. But my finances, in the meantime, you know, you got to work, you got to balance, you got to keep the bills paid. And that has been my struggle is getting the balance. And yesterday, I was totally devastated when I looked at my bank account and saw that there was an automatic deduction about to hit for all, close to $300. And I'm saying to myself, I, I'm, I'm in a financial bind and somebody has hacked into my account and is trying to do an auto deduction, come to find out it's for student loans, somebody trying to pay their student loans, trying, trying to make me pay this student loan. And I'm rushing out, going to work, and I, I, I got to pull it together. I'm talking to God about it, and I'm just saying, everything is happening for my good. I was just meditating on that. Everything, everything, everything. And it was a beautiful day yesterday. All blue skies, God, all blue skies. And it started raining on just me. And not just not all over my car as I'm driving to work, but just on the front part of my windshield. I'm freaking out. I'm looking around. It's not raining nowhere else. I'm trying to see is there water on somebody else's car. No, just my car and just the front of the window. So I'm shaking. I know this is the month of surrender. I know I've been going through. I just know something amazing is going to happen for me in the way of breakthrough. And I ask you guys to keep me lifted in prayer. God bless. That's all I got right now. Thank you. Thank you, beloved, for that share. That's beautiful. You know, one of the signs of the Holy Spirit is water. So it's like God was showing you that he's with you. I was the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So there's five signs of the Holy Spirit. One of them is um, water. The Holy Spirit from any angle. Love that. Mm -hmm. So you, he was almost like trying to remind you on the outside that he's with you on the inside. Glory to God. Amen. Hey, Christina. Hey, Didi. My God, with these tears, I'm already, oof, you just, you you release so much, and I thank you, and I'm just reminded how God works, reminds us that he's sovereign over everything, who he is, he has supreme authority over everything, and so when you were talking about your babies, and it just, Jesus, that control part, and even me with grown mm -hmm. children, and now being a grandmother, I, I'm like, Lord, I gotta, I, I need to keep them from going through what I went through and it's not, mm -hmm. it's not, he's in control of that. And so I'm just grateful for knowing how to surrender, even when it's things like I'm currently waiting for, you know, the pathologies report and stuff. And the enemy is trying to put that fear somewhere in a sweetie, but I know God is in control. So I surrender even that to him, you know, in those places where anxiety tries to creep in. And I know we'll say, oh, no, give it to God. But to say it and to do it is different. But he got that, too. So he says for us to be anxious for nothing. 
And so I just, I'm grateful for you reminding us that God works all things according to his will. I love you. And thank you for just being so transparent. And when your baby come on in, that's, that's him too. I love you. <laughs> Isn't it though? I love you too. Uh, yes, ma'am. Oh my goodness. Um, I was crying. I don't know if y'all can hear me. I was crying the whole time. I was talking about it because it was just, it's such Good morning. A, Good morning. It's, it's, it's such a process, but go ahead. Hey, Denise. I'm sorry. Go ahead, sweetie. Good morning. This is Denise. I just wanted to say good morning. I kind of joined late by mistake, but <laughs> thank you. Uh, God bless you all. Love you. Oh, love you too, sis. God bless you. Great to hear your sound this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Let me ask you. Hello. Hello. Who's that? Yes, this cat. cat. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing? Look. Like Dee Dee just was saying, saying and doing it is two different things. Um, lately here, I've been doing it, and I, I feel so much better with that. You know, saying, believing, and really just do, trusting God is is two different things. You can believe. I mean, it ain't two different things, but you can believe, but not put it, surrender, put it in His hands, and let Him deal with it. Because I've been, when the anxiety or whatever come up or me thinking I can get something done or whatever the case may be, I just stop and pause and, Lord, please help me, you know, just help me. And I'm telling you, things have been lighter for me. I haven't been stressed or worried or, you know, and when it come back up again, it'll try to come back up again, you know. Lord, I'm putting it in your hands, you know, and just let it go. You know, it's just been feeling so much better that I actually been doing it. So um, God is good to me. Thanks for your um, share. It was really beautiful. And then when you were sharing, I was like, we are above our problems. <laughs> we are above our problems. So God is good. Thank you, Christina. I appreciate you. Um, and yes, ma'am, there is actually, there is a difference between saying and, and, and doing. And it's execution, <laughs> definitely. So the fact that you've taken that step and you're doing, it's beautiful. It shows that and you are paying attention to God. what it is. You know, sometimes mm -hmm. going mm -hmm. through the day or whatever the case may be, the problem or whatever, you know, paying attention to where it's affecting mm -hmm. me, me at. You know, why is it like, wait a minute, Lord, you know, that, that ain't for me. That's for you. Okay, I give it to you. And then he'll give me a clear answer on what to do or not to do. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just appreciate it. Is there um, anybody on the call who struggles with the doing part? You'll say you let it go, you say you surrender, but then you have to place it on the altar and find yourself struggling. And if so, do you want to talk about it? Hey, Christina, it's Rochelle, girl. Um, I'm just going to fight you, know that part. Um, <laughs> no. I love the part when you said that Abraham counted God as a friend and God counted Abraham as a friend. Mm -hmm. The fact that Abraham never turned his trust off, never changed his mind, 
about who God was. He never, he wasn't even an Indian giver when it came to Isaac because Isaac wasn't even Abraham's to begin with. He was always God's. Um, so it, it keeps me in the frame of thinking um, of my children. I always thank God for, you know, him allowing me to be, you know, a steward, a guardian over the gifts that he's given me. And, you know, something my daughter said on Mother's Day just kind of triggered something that I, we, we, you talk about control and we can be in control of so many things, but it's that one thing that we don't want to surrender unto God. We can surrender everything else, but it's this one thing that we have in a fanny pack that, or a, a yeah, fanny pack or a crossbody that we garden. And um, you just brought so many things out that make me even want to surrender when it doesn't have anything to do with me, but your surrenderance has everything to do with somebody else. So thank you again. Mm, I truly appreciate you, and I thank you for bringing the word when you did, how you did. So, love you, sis. Thank you, sis. Thank you. Love you, too. Love you, too, sis. Love you, too. Yeah, let me hear so, because they were going for me. Good morning. This is Sister Lisa. Um, I had to surrender the situation over what you said, you know, surrender to God, saying one thing but doing it uh, is another, and I had to do it. Um, I, 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 my son, you know, is deceased, and so the little girl, uh, we had her since she was a baby. My son knew that it wasn't his, really his child, right? But all you know is me as her grandma. And even though he's gone, that was his wishes, right? So she has his last name, but then she, uh, the mother called me and said that the real father, which was his best friend, um, even he knew that, but he still loved her and said, she's my daughter because he had nothing to do with her. Now he's in her life. And so when she told me that, I uh, I went off on her and I was, you know, that was wrong. You know, I, I, I judged her, you know, as, uh, you know, hey, she, she's getting his social security, but she's with her real father. And then the Holy Spirit said, no, no, Lisa, in love, you know, I have to forgive that and surrender that to God because we already knew, but that's all she knew. And now she's 12 and my son is not here, but that was his wishes. So I uh, had to call the mother back and say, you know, I'm so sorry if you forgive me. And I asked God for forgiveness because if she gets love, she needs all the love whether she's with her real father or not, you know, with her real father getting bond with him and my son loved her as his own child so yeah i had to say you know hold on if you you're wrong and i know in the holy spirit you're wrong you cannot uh blame her because she, she she it's not her fault it's not her fault and i love her she knows me as her grandmother she calls me her grandmother but she's with her real father so i i just thank the holy spirit for let me know I was wrong, and I had to go back and apologize to the mother. It doesn't matter. If, if she's getting it and she's bonding with her real father, she needs all the love that she can get because she's, you know, not cutting herself no more and all the things. Like, I can't uh, have that, that. I have to have love in all things, and, and, and it doesn't matter 
about his social security or none of that. It's about the child. It's about the kid's well-being. It's about the love my son had for her and I have for her. And, you know, I just, I just, I just thank God that uh, I'm going even in the process of my grieving. I'm always going to be uh, in pain, but I know how to live through it. He's teaching me how to live through. He's with me and mm-hmm. comforting my heart. So I, I just thank God that I had to just speak on that, uh, you know, because I had mm-hmm. to go back. Yes, ask, please forgive me to her. You know, I was wrong. I was mm-hmm. wrong because that's mm-hmm. like going to church and then being a hypocrite. Hey, hey, God can touch my heart, you know. He's lifting this yeah. thing up, and I got to not blame the kids. She needs all the love she can get. And my son said that was his wisdom. no matter Listen. what. I, I want you to know something right now, okay? Because you're 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 feeling like if you don't allow this to happen, no, you're feeling like if this happens, and that means your son's wishes get disappointed, and you're feeling this burden that you have to make sure she always stays in your life because that's the last thing you really have living and breathing that attaches you to your son. But you need to understand that love transcends time. It transcends faith, and you love her the same way Abraham loved Isaac, and you must allow the process and let it go and know that it will come back, okay? Okay, thank you so much. Have a relationship with her. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning. Good morning, Christina. This is Kim, and, and this is my, I think it's my third time on the call. And I just wanted to say I could hear your heart, and I'm so grateful. I'm so I'm so blessed to have been on the on the call this morning. Um, you said something about um, sometimes we we are disappointed. Our disappointment um, keeps us from surrender, and and you touched on something that I didn't even know I was feeling. And I'm so oh, grateful. I'm my- <laughs> Go ahead, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> um, my 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 brother was murdered in 2019 by his girlfriend and her sister and um i have i was powerless to do anything to stop it they overdosed him he was sick at the time but it, they they just you know overdosed him and took his money and and stole my my niece's uh, inheritance and and um and anyway i i realized as you were uh opening up your heart and and i could hear your heart i i heard my own heart when you were talking about the just just, just not having um having doubt just having doubt and and uh, because i i the entire time my brother was sick and all of this was going on i was praying it was the hardest thing i'd ever experienced to know somebody killed my brother and not be able to get the police to get involved or get any justice for him um it's been very very hard so this situation with that I'm dealing with now with going to court. It, that's why I'm so fearful. I I really, I I for some reason, well, I'm I'm still kind of hard harboring a little bit of doubt from well, God, you didn't you didn't help my brother in this situation, and I know we were praying, and and then, but I thank you, I thank you that your heart was so open uh, as you were talking because I it it was because of your emotion uh, I could feel that it opened up for me and. Oh, I've got some some uh, some explaining to do. I got I've got some praying to do, but I'm so grateful that I can you know God opens your eyes to it, and um, He's healing healing us and healing me. 
and thank you. Thank you so much for your transparency. You're welcome. And I um I'll just challenge you with this as you as you surrender that to God. You said something just now. You said God didn't do he dis you said something like God didn't do something for your brother. Well guys you, you, you didn't do what I thought you were gonna do. Right, it was my expectation that were it, it was, was my yeah. It was your expectation that he didn't do so what you need to do um is grieve that expectation. Because how do you not know that God did deliver your brother, but he just didn't look the way that you wanted it to? You understand? Right. Mm-hmm. He's in a better yeah. place, right? He's he at is. peace, right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. if you wanted him to have peace, if you wanted him to be okay, what makes you think that God didn't do it with how he did it? Man. You know, it's, it's what, it's, I, I love that you phrased it exactly the way I prayed it. That's exactly what I asked God for. And that's exactly what he did. I asked God to give him peace and put him in put him in a safe safer place, and because there was no way for him to get out of the situation that he was in, and and that is that was his his response. And I threw a temper tantrum, like no, that's not what I meant. But um, and and it was it was painful. I just wasn't ready, and so it was me. I I, I was just wow. I need to surrender my will as well. So um, why don't you do that now? I, I surrender, God. I surrender my expectations and my will. And I know that you know all things. You can do all things well. You can do anything but fail. I thank you, God, that you are Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I thank you, God, that you are so much wiser. Your ways are so much higher than my ways. Help me and and forgive me, God, for placing limitations and restrictions on you and your sovereignty and your deity and your wisdom. Help me to trust you more, God. I love you and I adore you. I worship you, God. Thank you. Thank you for your healing and thank you for, for healing me of the sin of offense and thank you for delivering me from myself thank you lord in jesus name amen amen so Rustin has um thank you for again for your declaration um what stood out for me it's always such a good reminder and and the truth for me is um, when I don't surrender often, um, it's because, uh, well, I'll say what you said is around trust, um, because I'm not trusting, but what I realize at the root of it uh, is fear uh, and taking it back. So if I really trust him, um, I have to, you know, cast down the fear, because what I think, when I go back to it, I'm like, I think it's really fear. I don't think it's really that I don't trust him. And he said he was going to do what he said he's going to do. So I have to give things to him and not take it back. So thank you for your uh, declaration and especially that bringing out that trust again um, for me again. That trust, I have to trust, but I have to get to that fear part, casting out that fear. God is so amazing. He said what he said. He's going to do what he said he's going to do. So I have to stand on his word. God bless you. Amen. All right. God bless you. Amen. Good morning, Denise. Good morning, Denise. Hey, Denise. 
Yeah, sorry. You know what? I'm listening to all these ladies, and, you know, I've, I agree with them, too. I have to trust God for myself, too, you know, especially when I face adversaries and, you know, adversity. I have to tr- uh, trust God and let God fight my battles because the battle is not ours. It's the Lord. And every time we try to do it in our own strength, we always lose. So it's good to let God uh, fight our battles and let God keep God first, you know, and I, I'm praying for that, too. You know, it's like... That's where I have like disappointment. Like I, I need to just continue to let God fight my battles, you know, and uh, and I'll continue to fight a good fight of faith and trust God, you know, and trusting God is is very important for us, you know. And I just pray that we start to trust God more, you know. Amen. Amen. Um, as you learn how to, as you grow and know God as a friend and as your creator, your redeemer, your provider, all these different ways you get to know him. Your confidence in what he can do and who he is grows. So when you see people who are in what you consider confident and strong and they and they are sure, it's not that they don't have fear. It's not that they don't maybe have times when the enemy tries to attack them with worry. Their yeah. confidence in who God is outweighs everything the enemy tries to throw out. So, yeah, um, sometimes it's like we get tricked in thinking that the adversary, well, you know, is is uh, so big and bad, but that's not true. God is greater, mightier. God is greater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a shadow that you that you think is this big thing, and you go and it's a little tiny thing. It's the shadow that he that he punks people with. <laughs> Lord you got it, sis. Keep 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 showing up. Keep spending time with him. And oh, I meant to tell you this a while back. I'm sorry. Thank you, Holy Spirit. When you go to sleep at night, because you were in your sleep, you need to start covering yourself and praying the armor of God over you. So when you go to sleep, you need to say, Lord. As I go to sleep tonight, I ask that you cover me with the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the gospel of peace, and the sword of the spirit, which is your word, and the shield of faith, which I use to quench any flame and arrows of the enemy, because the enemy tries to get you in your sleep and mm-hmm. attack you in your sleep. And so if you wake up out of your sleep and you're afraid, that's because now that's probably your watch time and you're supposed to be praying at that hour. So you are going to have to start um, covering yourself before you go to sleep at night. Because that's when you wore the most, okay? Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Good morning, sister. This is Sonia. Get it. You quoted the scripture, Psalm 139. For you mm-hmm. created me in my inmost being. You knit mm-hmm. me together in my mother's womb. I, 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 I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works mm-hmm. are wonderful. I know that full. Well, I'm like, Rochelle, you're going to make me fight you this morning. And I'm say, my frame was not hidden yes, from you. Keep hearing God because he, he loves us. Come he on, wants us to trust on, him. And on, the more that we love on. him and he loves on us, the trust grows. And we, when we let go, I, mm, mm, mm. and mm, going mm, through what we on. go through, we have when letting go of things and and people and letting God have it. Yeah, we want to control because I, I have a control issue of a lot of things because of being hurt 
and let mm-hmm. people in your life. <laughs> but because he knows us in our inward parts and because we want to fix things, sometimes you got to take your hands off of things. And I tell God, you know what, God, let me put my hands in my pockets because I'll make a mess of stuff that you're trying to fix. Mm-hmm. And when he fix it, it's done. What you know, watching you know, watching your parents be sick and you want to fix it, you can't. Mm. You got to let God do it. Watching your mm. your family members and your friends go through and seeing them struggle mm. and you trying to be trying to be a uh, captain save or something and put on your mm. flag and your and, and have that big old whatever whatever letter on and you trying to fix it, but you get yourself stuck. No, 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 no. Come on out of that. Mm. That, 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 that was me. Mm. That was me. And your message. <laughs> Would you want time, let go of that time that you won't, and he'll give you back that time. God will do mm. the unthinkable. He will do the impossible mm. right before your eyes. Sister Barbara, when you were talking about that water, that rain on your window, <laughs> yes, God God will do things that you will not you will think that he would do. I I am so thankful for where I am now cuz last year I was a mess. I was in a mess. He will open up a window and pour you out a blessing that you cannot think he will do. He will restore you but he will restore you even more. God will put you, he will, oh God, I thank you. That I'm about to he will yes. restore your family. He will restore your health. He will open up your eyes. He will open up your ears. He will make you just stronger in your body. He will do things. He, God, I'm going to be quiet. I can't, because I will be here yes. and just keep talking because God will make your tongue speak. He will make you speak life Ooh. for things you think is dead. He Come will on. do it. Amen. To be unimaginable. Mm. <laughs> when you think mm. doctors will bring a report that you, ah, uh, ah. Uh, let the doctors know that you will know that there's a doctor that's above all in all. Ha! So when they bring you things and people come against you, tell them not so, because you know when God stands against all. That dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the. You will abide. You abide. Mm. You abound. Surrender it. Believe me. I try, and I will put my hands in my pockets. I will sit on my hands. Get that out my soul. Let me go back. Get it out my soul. It is. It is. Thank you, God. Oof. Is there anybody? I would love to hear this. I would. I would love to hear your testimony. I'm. I'm just on fire. Like I'm trying to try to contain it. I'm like, okay, keep tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this? Is this Kim? No, it's me, Kim. <laughs> yeah. You want to hear my testimony? Oh. 
<laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. I can feel it. I'm so excited. I'm, like, sitting on the edge of my seat. <laughs> my whole life, my whole life is my whole life is a, is a testimony. Um no, it's a whole testimony. Um, I'll, I'll I'll say this, and I pray that it, it blesses you, and then I'll and then I'll get ready to close. Um, I've been where you are at this exact moment. See, you heard testimonies yesterday. You heard mm-hmm. Ruth. You heard Dion. People told you their story. But for some reason, it still wasn't enough for you. It was like, okay, yeah, that sounds good, but how I know he's going to do that for me? So I pray that at this moment, you finally let go of the expectation and you read the exodus and you allow God to do whatever it is he's going to do for you with the situation, with you thinking that you have these legal battles, see, because I understand having a strained relationship with your sister. Mm. I pray for my sister because I see her being plagued by spirits that are attacking her mind. I understand that this is not her attacking me, but it seems as though every time she calls it, cusses at me, I take offense to it when it's not her speaking. God, it's not. I've been mad and Jesus done things in my life. Okay, God, you want me to talk about it? When I was pregnant and attacking my children, attacking me when I was pregnant and me calling the cops on us then and this, mm-hmm. all these things have happened. All these mm-hmm. things have mm-hmm. happened, right? Yeah. I've had situations where I get a call and I'm living life that I've got a warrant for my arrest while I'm in seminary and I got to figure out what's happening and why God's allowing this. I've been oh, there. Yes. So you are not alone. God keeps giving you the same stories over and over from different people, the same way he gives us testimonies in the Bible. But obviously, you've got to see it for yourself at this moment. Okay, God, if you did it for them, if you did it for the people who told me yesterday, then you're going to do it for me, even if that means mm, that I got to go to court and face a judge because you are the righteous judge. If I go first to the courts of heaven to hear my case, does it matter? What the judge here on earth is going to say, he only has to say what you've already decreed. But do you trust God as the righteous judge in your life to do the thing, even if it looks like, watch this, you forgiving your sister in a way that don't make sense for you because you feel justified in your anger towards her? I want you to sit with I I forgive her. I have forgiven her. I, I want my relationship back with her. But the more I try to be nice or do for her, the more she fights with me and and tries to turn people against me, or she tried to convince my husband to leave me. You don't know who you've married, and da da da. da. We were just married, just gotten married. Um, I, I mean, she tried to turn my children mm-hmm. against me. She's you, but my it's not, you keep you keep Mm-mm. stop it. Oh, I know. You're talking I'm about it like it's her. It ain't her. No, no, no. Let right. me out this. Right. That's not her. That's right. the spirit, right? Yes. That's the yes. spirit controlling yes. her. So what do you do? God gives you the power and the authority to tread over the scorpion, the serpent, and all power of the enemy. So, therefore, you speak to the spirit. Mm. You associating her with the spirit. That ain't her. 
You love her no matter if she's doing these things. You right. call her up and say, sis, I just want you to know I love you. Even if she cusses you out on the other end, that's not her cussing at you, right? Okay. You pray and you fast and you plead the blood of Jesus over the conversation because the prince of the airways is going to try to cause chaos and confusion. But God, God made you a minister of reconciliation. So even yeah. if that means you have to go to court, allow Jesus to be your mediator. Mm, thank you. Take some time to be quiet when it comes to this. Because quiet is employment, is, is a form of surrendering. Mm-hmm. You're trying to justify this thing. Mm-hmm. You're trying to make sense of something that's not going to make sense in this moment. Okay. And you keep saying what they, what she's doing, but what did they do to Jesus? And that's all I'm going to yeah. say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, sis. Thank you so much. Hey, this is beloved Barb again. After that, I had to comment again. I um, I have a mentally disturbed daughter who I have been praying for for 30-plus years. Never in my lifetime would I have thought that we would reconcile. And past October, God made it come to pass. We are talking. This girl has cursed me out. She has wished me dead. I just and and I know when she was doing these things it wasn't her, but my flesh finds it hard to deal with. I I don't hate on her or anything, but I am so blessed that now we're talking. She decided to she finally found some meds that worked for her, and we have been communicating great for the past few months, and I am so blessing God for it. So anybody who's looking for family restoration, just keep on praying, keep on holding on. I got my first Mother's Day present this past Sunday from this daughter, and it it just has blown me away. So God is good, you guys. Hang in there. Hey, Christina Joy, this is Tanya. Good morning, everybody. Um, I want to say something to the people that are challenged with – relationships or challenged with um how we're perceiving things you know i'm i'm guilty too um so so you're not you're not alone here here is something that um that i did um, when i was significantly challenged um with with um something that was really dear to me and that i was ready to walk away from um i asked the lord to ch- Help! I asked the Lord to help me change my heart about the situation, about the person. I knew that I couldn't change myself on my own. Like there's some steps, of course, that I could do, but I really this I really needed God's help in this. So it was pointless for me to keep complaining about the individual or the situation. It wasn't making it better. It was making it worse. You know, if you look at it, the more the more we what, what we do is we nurture the hurt or we nurture the way that we feel. We nurture the emotion. Sometimes we'll get music and we'll play music to it or we'll call that person that will help us to go down the rabbit hole. Right. So I was nurturing what was going on because it was my constant focus. 
And so what the Holy Spirit helped me do was to change my focus. I can, we cannot control external things. We can't control uh, other people. As parents, we have a certain amount of control over minor children, right? We can, we can do certain things. But at the end of the day, you really can't even control them, to be totally, totally honest. You can't. You can, you can set certain disciplines and that type of thing. And, you know, they have to – and then generally, most of them will, you know, abide by what you say. But as they're older, you know, they do what they're going to do, right? We, we can't control external elements. And so recognizing, this is the conversation that I'm having with me, recognizing uh, when I was going through the thing, I cannot control that individual. I can't even control this situation. I can only control my thoughts. I can only control my emotions. I can only take the word of God and make a decision to believe it or not. Part of the problem is, is that, you know, at times we don't believe the word. It's, 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 it's really nice words and poetry and stuff that happened for people in biblical times. But when we get down to the very foundation, very often we don't, the problem is that we don't believe, we don't know the word for ourselves. And so sometimes it's a struggle and we have to learn to believe. All right, so let me get back to this. So I made a, dis- I asked God to change my heart about this person. But I had to do some things. I had to make a decision to stop talking negatively about them. I had to make a decision to stop thinking negatively about them. And that meant overcoming the thoughts that that I would think of or the enemy would put there, and I would overcome them with the word. And then I started to increase the amount of time that I prayed for them. I still treated them kindly. That's crucifying my flesh. I still, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I wasn't argumentative, none of those things. I worked on Tanya. And I pray, and I tell you, when I first started praying, it was, it was like, Lord, you said to pray for, you know, people who, so I'm praying. I don't really have anything more than that other than being obedient. But eventually, the prayers started to change. Out of obedience, the prayers started to change. So here, I'm going to wrap it up with this. If we take the focus off of the person or the people or the situation and we put the focus on us, who we can control, and ask God to give us the wisdom to deal with the situation, ask God to give us the ability to do whatever it is, whatever the situation is, right? Whatever it is that you're at, not them, that God changed them, that God changed you. And you do that in faith. And you keep doing it until until you feel and you begin to see the change happening. I guarantee you, if you do that wholeheartedly, that you'll begin to experience the peace. Because what we're doing is tormenting ourselves. And we don't have to. That's the world system. We are kingdom citizens. So we're not going to be doing a bunch of wah, wah, this is happening to me and I, okay, all right. You know, we don't do that here. And this is, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not throwing off on anybody. I'm reminding us of what we do. We are declare victory. We, we declare victory. Say what you need to say. And then we're moving on towards solutions. So that, I hope that helps somebody. And this is not an attack. It, it helps me. This is big girl Thank stuff, you. right? You put your yes, big girl yes, panties on. And you put, hold on, you put, hold on, hold on, hold on. You put your big girl panties on. You put your big boy panties on, drawers on. Boys don't wear panties. They're not supposed to, right? And and we do it. We we 
stand up with a straight back. That's what we do. We de- we declare victory. We step past distractions. And we become we allow the glory of the Lord to shine through our life based upon these decisions that we make. And of course it's going to look different. We are kingdom citizens. The way that we deal with stuff is not the way that the world of course it's going to look weird. People might look at us, we so this is how I'm going to get my peace. And you're going to show them how to, they can get some peace. Because they'll be, they'll be like, wow, what happened? I, I, I made a decision that I wasn't going to torment myself anymore. Whatever it is that you're going to say, right? So I hope that helped you guys. Thank you. It did tremendously. Thank you. And, and with that, I think it's safe to close. Um, thank you, Tanya, for that Tanya, not Tanya nugget. And for anybody who um, didn't hear, I wrote some of this stuff down. Okay, I'm sorry, you guys. I think it's time to go because she, she wants me. Um, ask the Lord to help you change your heart today. The first thing she did that she said she did. If you're having trouble with surrendering, you're having trouble with trusting God today. Ask the Lord to help you to change your heart. All right. So, thank you for that. Um, we're going to close. We are going to close. So, so Father, I just want to thank you. I thank you so much for this opportunity to be amongst believers where we prophetically declare from a place of victory what you can, what you will, and what you always have done. So we thank you right now, even in this moment, for reminding us to trust in you. And any area in our lives that we don't trust you, any area in our lives where we don't surrender things to you, we ask right now that you would change our hearts from this moment forward. Grant us more wisdom and insight in every situation. We ask that you would allow for your will to be done. Holy Spirit, that you would increase, that you would have your way on today as we decrease. Cover each and every person on the sound of my voice with the armor of God, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the gospel of peace, sandals, the sword of the spirit, which is your word, and the shield of faith, which we use to quench any flame and arrows of the enemy. We command our angels that you have assigned to our bloodlines and to our families charge over each and every person according to your word in Psalm 34, 7, if the angel of the Lord encampeth them, those that fear him, he delivers them. And in Psalm 91, 11 and 12, that in their hands, they shall bear us up, lest we dash our foot against the stone. So we thank you for the divine protection that you've given us. We thank you for your grace that extends over us even now, the grace you've given us to even still trust you and love you. And as we continue to grow in our relationship with who you are in our lives and what you can and what you ultimately will do, we ask that you would free us from fear, for you did not give us a spirit of fear, but a power and love and a sound mind, creating us a clean heart and renew a steadfast spirit within us. I ask that you would forgive us of any sins, known or unknown, so this prayer be not hindered, and you would have mercy upon us, O oh God. And thank you that we come to you boldly before your throne. You are faithful advocate, our intercessor, our high priest, our deliverer, and our redeemer, Jesus, whose blood cries out on our behalf. Forgiveness. So even now, we thank you. 
thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this moment to surrender to your will. We feel this prayer. The blood of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Everybody have a great day. Have a blessed day, everyone. 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 Have a great day and be blessed.